Happy Tuesday. Um, last week, you guys seen me ask the question in my story, or if you don't follow me on Instagram, I've asked a question in my story. Um, have you ever uh, dealt with a narcissist? And the crazy thing is, I I really didn't know what a narcissist was until up to a couple years ago, maybe like three and a half years ago. And when I asked that question, the amount of feedback that I got really threw me for a surprise because when you're dealing with a narcissist, you think it's just you. So I felt super alone at that time, um, very depressed, hella anxiety. And I already have like, you know, anxiety. I talked about that before on my Instagram, like I was working out and doing X, Y, and Z to help me cope with that. And my anxiety has been leveled for, for about two years now. And, um, I didn't realize that it was heightened when I was in a situation where I was, and before I even know, let me start, let me go back before somebody says, Oh, bitch, you ain't no doctor. I'm not a doctor. I just, I know how I felt. I studied. I, I really believe in studying your opponent. So when I was feeling these emotions and once my head was clear, and I started digging and did the research. I'm like, ah, maybe I'm not depressed. Maybe I'm not going crazy. I'm dealing with a fucking narcissist. Um, you really feel like you're alone. You have nobody to talk to and turn to because when you explain what you're feeling and what you're going through, everyone looks at you like, oh no, not that person. Or, you know, because narcissists are very charming. Um, they're very... Um, well put together on the outside, but deep down inside, they're very insecure. They're very, um, they, they have this sense of importance and this arrogance, but really, 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 really deep down inside. They're like these broken children. Um, it's unfortunate that there's no cure to narcissists. So I asked a question in the story. Have you guys ever dealt with a narcissist? And I got so many women saying, I just divorced one. It took me over a year, but I'm I'm starting to heal. Or, you know, I was with one for a decade or my child's father's a narcissist or, you know, I didn't find out until after I had a baby and I let or after he had a baby on me and he left and tried to come back. And it just was so many things that I was reading and I really felt at that point, I was like, oh, wow, I wasn't crazy when I first started feeling this. So, you know, a lot of people are trying to figure out, like, what do I do? Like, I'm just this, I'm, I'm just ruined. You're not ruined. You do not attract narcissists. Narcissists are attracted to confident women just because you're dealing with someone. Um, and let's just keep it in the dating or um, a lot of the question, a lot of the feedback was I have a child with a narcissist and X, Y, and Z. Let's just keep it at that level since we're always talking about dating and motherhood and, you know, just moving forward with your business or, you know, just your nine to five, whatever the case may be, your nine, your regular life. You are going to attract things. It's like a, a moth in a flame, you know, you're bright, you're confident. Most of these people want to challenge that and break it. It's like a game to, it's like a cat and mouse game. Like, 
let me see how far I can break this person. So I thought it was a great idea to talk about that because I know that when we're looking at each other on social media, it's like, no, not this person, or it couldn't possibly be my, why me and not, you know, X, Y, Z. I wanted to be open and honest to say that I dealt with it. I'm dealing with it. It's something that will never go away. So I wanted to give you some, some, some tips that has, helped me through the way for the last couple, the last two years. Um, if you're dealing with a narcissist or you think you're dealing with a narcissist, you can't call them out. <laughs> like they, that that's the worst thing to do. You don't have to always say, aha, I figured you out. You just need to study your opponent. I would really keep um, a journal of activities um, of, uh, what's the shit called? What's the shit? That's the word I'm looking for. I would keep a diary of events where you felt this is for moms, moms or someone that's dating someone. And you feel like, you know, it's just it's you need to have a, a diary. You need to have a log of, OK, this is how I felt when this happened, um, especially if you have a child with someone. And it's very complicated and it's very hard to um, co-parent. There's a thing that I read. I can't remember where it's at. I'm going to find it and and. This is so difficult for me because I'm trying to think of the right way to say things. And that's a part of the effect of dealing with someone with narcissistic like tendencies. Like you have to be, you're always on eggshells. You don't want to say the wrong thing, even if it's right. Like you really are like, let me figure out how I can say this. So I don't piss someone off. You understand what I'm saying? And anyone that's listening and you've dealt with someone, you're going to know exactly what I'm talking about. If you are out there and you're listening and you haven't, you this will sound like I'm just rambling. But this is such a difficult topic because you literally mentally are drained. Um, I go back in my notes where I was at at that time. And I, I look at everything and I see me begging and pleading with God, like, Oh my gosh, like, how did I get myself into this situation? Like what's wrong with me? This person would bring up things from my past that had nothing to do with us or, you know, the current situation. But I was constantly questioning myself as a person, as a mother, as a friend, as a woman, like I literally had the most confidence, but at that point in my life, I felt like it was shot. I was so mentally drained. I thought about, didn't ever act on it, but I felt like, you know what? Maybe I should just kill myself. And that is something that most women or most people won't say out loud, but it was all from the effects of someone else's judgment over me. Someone else's constant nick knickknacking and just making me just feel like what the fuck you literally will feel like what did I do did I chew wrong did I walk wrong and I know um Ari Lennox has this song where she says sometimes mental abuse is worse than physical all abuse is horrible if you are being abused you know I would reach out to someone that you feel your safe haven and and you know really try to get out of there but this is not taken away from physical abuse by no means of what I'm about to say. But what I'm saying is she said sometimes 
mental abuse is worse than physical. Like, you know, we play around, fight, whatever. You're like, okay, we was fighting. But when someone is saying things to you, someone that you think that you're in love with and they love you and this and the third, when someone is saying something so nasty to you that you're like, huh? Like, wait, what? It sticks with you a little bit longer. Um, Not to say physical abuse doesn't, but those words, especially coming from a place of, oh, I thought this was X, Y, and Z. It is extremely hard. So I'm going to, just because I'm still going to ramble, I'm going to ramble most of this episode because this is literally an effect of being nervous, like being like, what is going to happen if I speak my truth? So I see a, a lot of women um, saying, you know, I tried to save us, like I tried to better us. And the sad part about uh, women is we're nurturers by, you know, nature. So you're always wanting the best for people. And the best thing that for you to do right now, if you're in a situation like that, is to remove yourself. Do not have any contact with these people Um And I mean that. I mean, don't pick up their phone calls. I mean, text messages only, emails only. So you have proof of how fucking crazy they are. Um, And I'm going to talk to the moms for a second where someone said, oh, you know, they're using my child to, you know, get to me. Unfortunately, your child is collateral damage. It's almost like in the movies, like Nino Brown, they grab a kid, like it's a little shootout. They grab a kid to block them. They know that the only way to you is through your children. You can't, I would really highly suggest not talking bad about anyone in front of your kids because what you're going to get is confusion. You need to be the person that is stable. You need to be having um, a schedule You need to show affection. You need to show understanding. Your kids need to understand that they can come to you and say whatever and not feel like they're going to be judged or humiliated, you know, let down. It's a lot. It's a lot. I'll probably do a second episode of this because right now my heart is beating so fast that I knew what I wanted to say, but it's still... It's still so scary to know what the outcome of your truth may be. Like your truth will literally hold you hostage if it's in the hands of a narcissist because they will, they do not forgive. They have no empathy. They're not understanding. They really just don't give a fuck. So for every lady out there that messaged me during those questions, I just want to be very clear with you. You are not alone. It happens to the best of the best of the best of us, um, including you and myself. It's, it's not something that you've egged on. It's not even anything that you will know you're going through, unfortunately, until it's already happening. Um, And I understand that you can't talk to anyone that hasn't experienced it because they're literally going to look at you like you're throwing things out of proportion. But unless you felt like it, like it, it happened to you, you won't understand it. So this is very brief. This is very quick because I'm going to, I'm really going to come back to it. I think when I, I think I had like, I had this whole like plan on what I wanted to say and how I wanted to say it. And it's not going to come out the way that I, I expect it because I'm still, in a place of hesitant, like how can I really go deep without 
going all the way deep. And the, the thing is, once you step in dog shit, it ruins your shoe. Like you can't just wash your shoe off. You're just going to know the shit's always been on there. You're tracking it through your house. So I just want to be very clear to you that this is just a quick, you'll be fine. Guard yourself, guard your mind, meditate. Self-care is not always dressing up pretty and going to get something to eat. You have to really mentally get in the space of this happened for a second. This does not control me. My life will be greater when I'm away from this situation. It's just the new normal for us now, especially if you have a child with someone that makes it very difficult. And a lot of people look at Kanye and think Kanye is a narcissist. He's not. He's egotist. He's egotistical. Um, when you we, we throw around words like toxic and narcissist and things like that. But when you experience one, God willing, you won't experience one. But if you do, please know that that has nothing to do with you. Like literally, this is the quickest PSA. I'm probably about to tell you not to put this up because I'm going to have to do it over. I just, I can't. I got literally, this is not even good. I'm Take it off. <laughs> yeah. You know why? <sighs> I... I knew that this was going to be different. But having the platform that I have, bringing awareness to certain situations, I feel like is a part of my purpose. Um, I feel like most women that are experienced in situations like this are always smiling, always happy, always the life of the, you know, the party, the the one that gets, you know, everyone feeling amazing, but we're suffering in silence. Maybe out of embarrassment, maybe out of shame. Maybe feeling like, why did I stay? Why did I try so hard for situations that made me feel so bad and so dirty and so worthless. Um, it's difficult to talk about because these words are thrown around so freely without people really experiencing these these monsters in sheep's clothing, you know, they, they're dressed so well. They smell so good. Everything is in place. Everything's so perfect. And then they turn into this dark monster. And sometimes the monster isn't under your bed. Sometimes he's in your bed. And you can't even shake the feeling because it's like one minute you feel so great. And oh my God, this is my soulmate but it could possibly just be a soul tie. Like, you know, we put ourselves in these fairy tales and we think that, um, you know, oh no, if, you know, especially when we're reading those books, when we're little girls, like, oh, if the boy's mean to you, he's means he likes you. It doesn't mean he likes you. It means that he is, he really is hoping you don't like yourself. He's hoping that you don't see your real purpose, your real, Oomph. 
I remember receiving a message um, from a person that I was dealing with and it was so bad that I think about it to this day. Um, it was, you know, over three years ago, but it plays in my head constantly. It's a it's a reminder. That's why I say sometimes these mental um, and verbal abuse last longer than physical because I would I would rather be punched <laughs> like with no words like, OK, that pain may go away. But the, the words of someone that you care deeply about and would do everything for, they they replay in your head like it's like a broken record. There's doubt every day you get up like, damn, like, am I really that person? Like. Or, you know, like you just question everything. So when I got the responses from you guys, it really it, a it released me. It released me because I felt like. Damn, I'm I'm obligated to to express what I've went through. I literally would be so sick, I would be vomiting. I checked myself into the hospital because I had suicidal thoughts. And all from this situation, like all like how could you allow yourself to get into something like this at this age? Like, are you dumb? Like, what is wrong with you? I felt so crazy. But this is the thing. In that situation, I really learned my purpose. I really felt myself. I really understood that it's more than just a body. It's more than just the physical, you know, with a person. Like you have to really pay attention to how a person treats you when they're angry. You know, when you have a disagreement, when things don't go their way. It's okay to not always see eye to eye, but when it turns into a whole, you're a horrible bitch, I fucking hate, you know, I'm going to teach this. Like it, it, it comes to a place where it's like, wait a minute, are you sure you ever cared about me? Because the words that a person that cares about you, no matter how angry they get, they won't ever make you question yourself as a human being, as a mother, as a friend as a sister, as a wife, you know, you have to really get into knowing yourself. And and it took me a while. It took me being in this experience, you know, to find out who Crystal really was. Like, who is Crystal? Who's Crystal Donald? Not Chris Cavallari. Who, who am I? Because in a split second, this person made me question everything I thought I knew. And then when I really started doing a digging, I realized like, wait a minute, wow, you're amazing. Like not just beautiful to, you know, a stranger, not just a body, not just fashion, not just a sense of humor. Like you really have a great spirit. You have a purpose and you are more than just what this person is saying. And could some of those things be true? Maybe. But how do you feel about yourself? So when you're in a situation, whether it's new, old, or you just can't get rid of it, or you feel like, you know what, I have children with this person and I'm stuck. You're not stuck. You just have to put one foot in front of the other. You have to choose to wake up every morning and 
live for yourself and your immediate family and the people that really love you. Narcissists are empty. That's why they have no empathy. They could care less. You can fall off a bike, scrape your knee, call them, and they'll find a reason to make it about them. You literally have to get to know yourself. You have to work on yourself. It's going to take you a long time to feel to feel like that, like that side, like, huh, it is what it is. Like, but remember, whatever they're seeing in you is a reflection of them. It's a mirror. You're showing them their insecurities. So they're bouncing them to you to hope that they chip down that confidence. And I'll be honest, my confidence was very low. And then something amazing happened. I got this new thing and I'm like, wow, I have every reason to become greater. You know, I'm, I'm amazing. Like everything that I wrote down in my notes, I don't journal, but everything that I wrote down in my phone, um, it came to light, like everything I've, I've been the most, (laughs) this has been the most successful two years of my 36 years. Like this has been the most peace that I've had. And I I had to take a break because I got emotional, but not because that person holds that control over me. But wow, I fucking made it through this. I literally survived a narcissist. And do those words still pop up? Yes. But when they pop up and I replay them in my head, you know what I do? I look and I laugh. I'm like, (laughs) I almost believe that shit. The best revenge is no revenge. Do not seek to hurt your enemy. That is not your job. All you need to do is keep getting better and better and better. Your skin's going to be glowing. That ass going to get fatter. That bank account going to grow. You're going to be aligned with the person that loves you genuinely. Narcissists love to connect themselves to people that get attention because they get none. So they really have to put on a front. And it's, it's a lot. It's a lot already to be in this world that's just so much it's a lot but you have to create your own world that's why my home is very peaceful you know if I want to argue with someone I will go outside (laughs) like I try my hardest to keep you know our plants are thriving I keep the blinds up so the sun is on me I you know play my music I drink my tea I enjoy my herbal refreshments like I literally have to get up and say, you know what, I'm going to meditate for just 20 minutes. Now, granted, my son, the dog, everybody's going to be bothering me to stop. But I I get in that place of Zen and I really just tap out and I'm like, yo, remember, you got through this shit. There's nothing you cannot overcome or survive if you slipped up and fucked with a narcissist. So um, I'm going to talk about this topic again because there's a lot more that I want to say um it's going to take some baby steps I can't promise you that I won't have to keep stopping my recordings or you know take a little cry break but the cry break is really a release to say yo you really thought about hurting yourself for words from someone that is not even sure about who they are from someone that is not sure about how can someone who doesn't know themselves tell you about you? 
I want you to start asking yourself that. And and not don't ask the person. Ask yourself. This is more about the self-work. This is more about you reassuring yourself that, wait a minute, self, that's not how I feel. I feel great. I feel like I'm doing my best, especially when you're doing your best with what you have. When you learn better, you do better. When you elevate, you attract, you attract better. A lot of us um, think like, what did I do to bring this on? Nothing. You were smiling too much. You were skipping down the street. You didn't do anything wrong. People come in your life for different reasons. Maybe it's a lesson, but you need to make sure that you have control over your life. And I hope um, I hope this helps someone. So peace and blessings.